You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the mind of the media weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is The Blue Meanie, meanie for the 80th time. What's on your mind? Man, uh, since you put it that way, the 80th time. Episode it's like, 80. Uh, like the episode collects AARP or <laughs> collects retirement. Hey, it's impressive, I'd say, especially for you, because I haven't even been here for all 80 episodes. But uh, yeah. a little it's stretch. I still produce them. So yes, yes. Still yes, have yes. still have my fingerprints on them. But yeah, man, 80 episodes of Mind of the Meanie. Oh man. Can you believe it? Who who knew? <laughs> Not me. Who knew? Who knew people still want to listen? So that's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Is anyone listening <laughs> still? Hello. If you're listening, raise your hand. Um, Hello. Nah, man. That that's cool. That's cool, man. Like every time we go to do one of these, it's just like, oh wow, this this is still fun. You know, it's not yeah. like a. It's not like oh, it's such a chore. I got a show to do. No, it's just, I'm, I, this is genuinely fun. And uh, the the feedback is what I, I look forward to the most, you know. Yeah. Especially now that I'm out and about and doing shows and stuff like that, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. It's uh, like you said, you're out and about. You're doing shows now. You're you're in the real world. Um, selling some so mind of the meanie two packs. So if you ever yes. see meanie, go go get him for one of those. Uh, it's uh, man, it, yeah, it's I, crazy. I, we were at the uh, Icons Fest a couple of weeks ago, and uh, had the response to the, the, the Meanie Two Packs were pretty cool. Yeah, we I had somebody, uh, the Brother Gatter, uh, Wrestle Buddies. Those got a, a good response. So those are awesome. I need to get some. I need to get some more of those in. But uh, yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, pretty soon, you know, we'll be somewhat normal. You know, hopefully. Uh, you know, uh, things, you know, start healing up a little bit more. You know, I got that thing called the Citizen app, and, uh, you know, it gives you updates on, like, uh, you know, Philly as far as COVID goes and stuff like that. It's like the numbers are going down. So hopefully it gets to the point where it's, you know, we're we're back to zero. Yeah, everyone needs to be diligent, you know. Yeah doing what they're supposed to be doing, getting those vaccines, wearing those masks, incredibly important. Um, 
And if you listen think it's to, not, l- listening to professionals. What's that? Listen and listen to the pro- professionals. You know. Yeah, not to the meme that you yeah. that, that you saw on on Facebook. Um, yeah, while you know. taking a shit. And yeah, you're just sitting there. Oh, really? Oh man. But uh, <laughs> did my own research. <laughs> well, I, was, uh, I did research while I did my business. Yep. Um, Multitasking. Yeah, but man. <laughs> that's where i do some of my, uh, my uh best thinking but uh especially today man i went to mccusker's last night and um uh, you know dominic from uh russell's owns in town and he was like hey i want to go to mccusker's all right <laughs> and then uh, a couple pictures later whoo you know but uh yeah. well Sorensen is asking uh this is an early ask meanie how gassy is meanie today oh my god just, um, you know how, like, you can, you know, put a hose in the car tank and siphon gas out? Sure. I could put a hose in the gas tank and put gas in. Yikes. and just Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, for those of you who are joining us at uh, uh, patreon.com slash mind of the meanie, you can actually watch the paint slowly peeling off the wall behind meanie uh, from the from the, the mere stench. Um, oh, but, good uh, Lord. But again, um, hey, join us over at Patreon. We're having fun <laughs> here. Our biggest thing we do on Patreon is this. We, we, we do this live show uh, every week for everybody. And, and there, I think there's an energy to it. And, you know, 80 episodes in, I think part of what has allowed us to not feel like things have gotten stale, uh, other than, you know, your room there. Uh, <sighs> Yeah. Um, but I think one of the, the big things is is the Patreon members. So shout out to all of them because we do this live every week. I know you know most of you are hearing this on a Monday or whenever you get around to listening to it, and we appreciate you all the same. Don't get me wrong. But uh, for us, the Patreon members being here, knowing that we're doing this live, knowing that we don't really have the ability to be like, oh, let's cut this out. Let's not like, oh, that wasn't good. It's like, <laughs> no, they heard it already. So, you know, yeah, oops, it's there. Uh, and you'll never know if you're not Patreon, you'll never know if we did cut something out that maybe it's then right. we have a, a, a pact with our Patreon members of like, don't ever tell anyone we said that. It's like, it's so, like Fight Club, you know? Yep. But uh, yeah, man. So 80 <laughs> episodes in uh, big guest today, Al Snow. He's in the uh, in the green yeah. room. Um, yeah. And uh, shouldn't, shouldn't it be the blue room, though? Yeah, all right. I think we renamed it the Blue Room once upon a time, and then we dropped that. Uh, but let's bring it back. Yeah. yeah. So Al's bring in the Blue back. Room, and uh, Al's going to be joining us a little bit towards, I think towards the end of the show would probably be best, because uh, yeah. if we put him in that main event spot, there's no way we could forget him. So we'll just, you know. But Al, I'm sure, yeah. I feel confident he'll be here today. Um, and Yeah, and then, like, I mean, how can you top that? Yeah, he's got to be kind of going last. Oh, yeah. He's the name. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's li- the veteran. Yeah, literally, once the podcast is done, I think that's the best time to bring him <laughs> in. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, as you, uh, Meanie is uh, he's drinking some, some water. water. <laughs> he's replenishing, Try, trying to rehydrate. Um, uh, Sorensen level over here says uh, Patreon dot com slash Mind of the Meanie is the best interaction I have. Uh, I have invested into you guys. You're amazing. I'm still down for life, which is L-Y-F-E. So it kind of looks like Lyft, like the alternative to Uber. 
Um, yes. So that's kind of cool. That maybe they should steal that for Lyft. Should be like driving people for for, for life, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so what else is going on, man? What's what's up? Uh, oh my god. It, uh, you know, just uh, it's October now. It's yeah. uh, it's time to, you know, start watching some horror movies. Uh, start listening to some typo negative. Uh, and uh, you know, just uh, enjoy. It's it's so weird. It feels like yesterday was July. Yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I looked. I was like, it's October. I it's mean, unbelievable. It's still kind of warm, but uh, got my window open right here, trying to uh, you have let to. the fumes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's so weird. It seems like as you get older, the time gets quicker. I don't know what the deal is. It's just like, you know. Yeah, there's a like there there's that thing where I, like, you know, when you get into the 2000s, it's like you lose that whole middle decade or something mm-hmm. like that. Now I'm starting to lose like whole months or yeah. something like that. Well, no, like, it's from like, like, oh, I'm sorry, no, continue. No, 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 no. From like 2005 to 2015 doesn't exist or no. whatever. No, it yeah. doesn't. Now that we're and but now it's just like now it's October. I was like, where did the summer go? Because mm-hmm. like it's it just seemed like I was getting ready. I was like, ah, oh, it's warmer weather. Get to wear my shorty pants. Got to wear my tank tops. You know, I grew up on the beach in Atlantic City, you know, so I can, you know, I love, you know, this type of year. So, and but now it's October, so it's yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy, you know. And they, you know, this, you know, uh, you know, before you know it, it'll be like pumpkin spice everything, and you know, <laughs> oh, before you know it, man, it was pumpkin spice everything. I think in like the beginning of August, didn't they? Didn't that start coming back like way too soon? Way too early. They, they bring everything way back to way too soon. Yeah, they, you know, before you know, I, like I get before the you know concept. It. I understand these stories. You know, look, they want to make more money. It's it, people are going to get excited about it, whatever. But it's at a point now where it's like, listen, if Christmas is every day, then Christmas doesn't mean anything. You know, right? Like it, it's you know, if every event's WrestleMania, WrestleMania doesn't mean anything. So, right. I, I'm I don't understand. Like at this point. It's it's going to be around for more time than it's gone. These pumpkin spice, you know, whatever. <laughs> like it's like, oh, pumpkin spice, it's going away. Well, it'll be back in two months, you know. Like, yeah, man. Um, before you know it, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have Mariah Carey, you know, singing the, the Christmas song. Yeah, and, uh, all she wants for Christmas is all I want for Christmas is for you to hold that shit until after Thanksgiving. That's all I want because I look, I love those. Those, you know, I, I love the specific times. You know, that's yeah. kind of like what, what you're talking about, the, when you find a time of year that's your favorite time of year. And for me, personally, yeah. fall is my, like, I would say right now until uh, midnight, January 1st, <laughs> is, my, uh, <laughs> is my favorite time of the year because... As it gets colder and everything, I, I, I like that. I like I don't like cold, but I like, you know, the fall. I like that whole time period. I like it as we get into the holidays. That's why I've always said, like, my mom has asked, like, hey, do you want to come down to Florida for, you know, over certain holidays or whatever? I'm like, no, like, I want it to be cold. Like, it needs to feel, it needs to be cold to feel right, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love that. But then January 1st, I'm like, all right, it's enough with this winter crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 
But you want everything to be magical. How can you experience, like I grew up celebrating Hanukkah. Now I, I celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas, you know, um, and it, it's, it's a, but even when I was growing up, like the Christmas season, the winter holiday season, like it was just, you know, you drove around, it was everywhere. It was amazing. And yeah. like now it starts before Thanksgiving so you're like looking out your window and you're like, okay, here's a bunch of pumpkins and gourds mixed in with Christmas lights. And you're like, and that doesn't feel right. So it's like, you know, it's everybody needs to just take their time. You know, yeah. just, it, it's the These are all holidays that last one day. We're giving them a month. That's enough. Except for Hanukkah <laughs> lasts eight days. Uh, yeah. And, and like this year is split, I believe over two months. So it's so weird. <laughs> how that happens sometimes like it's it's just where where it falls but yeah man it's uh i'd hate to be a kid now because like they just start rolling out the uh back to school stuff in like august i'm like or like yeah end of july begin all i'm like it's like these kids enjoy their time off seriously i remind them that they have to go back to school it's like this seems like the cruelest thing you could ever do yeah and i don't understand it either it's like now it's like first of all nobody's going into you know everyone's getting on amazon no one's going into staples to get their you know get their highlighters um so it's like like why do you i don't know maybe their thought is well we'll put it here before amazon starts sending out you know email blasts about it dude i battle well not battle but like my neighborhood's like overrun with Amazon trucks. It's insane. And you know, some days I'm stuck behind a trash truck. Some days I'm stuck behind an Amazon truck, you know, depending on what day it is, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, man, that's the, you want job security, drive a truck for Amazon. <laughs> I feel like that's not, you know, I, th- I think the ultimate thing would be until like the dr- ordered, until the drones come, but that's frightening. Yeah. That, that would be frightening. You know, just something dropping off. You know, could flying into your yard, you know, yeah. and it's like, oh no, what's this? Oh, it's that order I I placed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like um, I'm, I guess the ultimate irony would be like ordering from Amazon while working for Amazon and packing it and sending it to your own home, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, just eventually it's going to come down to that. You know, it's just like it is. Yeah, I need some uh, stuff, blah, blah, blah. Let me place the order. Okay, I got to go to work. And then you start packing your own shipment to send to your own house. You know, just... That's like, uh, it's like super duper prime where you yeah. can just go and take it off the shelf. Yeah. Just bring it home with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just order on the app and uh, I'll just go to work and pick it up, you know? Oh, man. I I went to buy a pair of shoes, and this is like kind of why I sw- sworn off going into what was the store? Uh, Models. Oh, before you they gotta go to Mo's. Uh, well, here's the thing: like, there's one, there was one near me, and I was like, you know what? I need some new shoes. I'll go down there, and I went down there and didn't have my size. And they start looking through like a, a lady comes over with a little like a little tablet. And they're looking for my shoe and blah, 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 blah. Okay, we'll have it shipped to you. I was like, oh, so I basically just left my house, came to Models, so you can order online for me and send it to my house. I was like. Yeah, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, hold on. Excuse me. Uh, I was that, like. Is that a yawn? Or a no, that was, a that was a sneeze. That was a sneeze. Oh, well, God was, bless you. 
Did you hit your mute I button? I, I I hit the I slid the volume down. Okay, which which I well, mean was well, really worthwhile since I called you out on it. But in fairness, you did say excuse me, and then I was like, well, what did you do? Because <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't hear anything. You went off camera here. Well, the thing is, I sneeze like my grandfather, and it's really loud, oh, yeah. and nobody needs nobody needs to hear that shit. You know, just <laughs> there's a wind up to it, like like a plane coming in, like, and I was like. You know, I was debating, should I sneeze? I got to hit the volume, but I got to turn the volume. I don't want anybody hearing this, you yeah. know. You were debating, should you sneeze? You're like the only one who's like, should I sneeze? Now could be a good time to just let out a good sneeze. <laughs> I'm like Vince, because Vince thinks uh, oh. sneezing is a, is a sign of weakness or something like that. So Paul Paul Heyman tells a story about, like, he's pitching this idea, and Vince is all into it, and Vince sneezes. And like Vince is like automatically out of the conversation because he's mad that he he allowed himself to sneeze. <laughs> oh man, um, what hey, a bit! What a business. Sorensen asks, uh, "What do you like more, Halloween or Thanksgiving?" Um, mm. Halloween for me, hands down. Love me a good Thanksgiving, I, I, but Halloween, it's just. I love Thanksgiving too, but yeah, Halloween. Uh, it's like a whole month, you know. Yeah. Of, Movies and songs, yep. you know, uh, especially in the the mean, you know, the meanie household, you know, thirty days of horror movies and typo negative, you know, yep. just you know, listening to uh, some spooky music, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely, and you know, we haven't done it in a while, but like we you know, we do the uh, costumes and stuff like. That. Last time we did costumes was. Two years ago, when we went up to uh, Buffalo 20, for the uh, Eagles game, right? Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we went to Buffalo for it's the Eagles Buffalo Bills game, but my friend Chris Tidwell, who uh, lives up in Toronto, is an Eagles fan, so we stayed at his house for a couple of days, and we went to a Halloween party in Toronto, which was pretty cool because the year before we did Halloween in England, yeah, when the Eagles went over to. To play the Jaguars, we went over <clears throat> a couple of days early, and uh, you know, did Halloween in England, which was pretty cool. So, cool. and then like you know, COVID hit, and that kind of like put a uh, that that put a damper on our Halloween plans. But uh, yeah. eventually, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I do love Thanksgiving, but just the uh, the anticipation of Halloween and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know the the it's like a like you said it's like a month long thing you 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 work up till yeah kind of like Christmas but uh, the weather's a little bit nicer you know it's not as cold and you know the leaves are turning and stuff like that so yeah yeah no I'm I'm definitely more of a Halloween guy I enjoy Thanksgiving I know Thanksgiving is you know you know what I think part of it is that at this stage in my life Thanksgiving isn't really like, I, I'd like to think down the line, if I make it long enough to have grandkids and things like that, you know, Thanksgiving will start to be more again. But right now, you know, it's one of, the, like, my, you know, there's the depressing side of all the family that's gone, you know, that you used to spend it with. But yeah, but I look at it like uh, my mom's going to come up, spend Thanksgiving with us um, because, you know, she's been down with, her parents the last few years down in Florida and you know, they're not with us anymore. And, 
But my sister goes with her for Thanksgiving, always goes, uh, her husband's family does a big thing. So they always go out of town for that. Uh, my brother goes with his wife and, and her family, um, you know, which they've kindly invited us to, and we've gone in the past and stuff. But it's, uh, you know, we, we looked at it and we're like, well, we're not going to go, you know, schlep everyone down to Florida when my brother's busy, my sister's out of town, you know, uh, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. So we actually, we told my mom, we're like, come on up. You know, it used to be if we'd go down, my grandparents couldn't travel, we'd go down and, and spend it. But so right now, I mean, it's really going to be a small, you know, small gathering but I think as the years go on, you know, because that's the thing you have as the previous generation's family expands, you grow up with this sometime. I mean, at least I did with like this massive Thanksgiving of all these different people and the cousins are there and this, you know, all that. And then as you get a little bit older, everyone kind of starts to do their own family unit and stuff. And and I think you just wait, you know, uh, uh, another decade or two. And then it starts expanding again. You know, it's, it's the next yeah. generation starts to bring more people in and it, you know, so it's, uh, you know, but, but Halloween, man, dude, that's it. Halloween is great. You have the people come, you know, they come to you. They, they <laughs> think about it. Trick or, I mean, the last couple of years, there hasn't really been right. trick or treating, but, but realistically with Halloween, you don't even have to do anything. You can get dressed in some costume and you can just sit and watch TV and hang out and people just come to your door. But it's the best kind of party because they don't stay. They come, <laughs> they, they, they show up, you go, hey, thanks for coming. Here's, here's some candy. All right, see you next year. And they leave and it's wonderful. Beat it. Yep. <laughs> so Halloween, Halloween is, I'm saying right now, Halloween is the best kind of party. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause like you know, uh, like you said, like with Thanksgiving and stuff like that, there I used to have the tradition that you know I would go to. I had an aunt and uncle. We used to always go to their house, and then for whatever you know reason, uh, oh, and then we start doing Halloween in Connecticut, and then you know with Tracy's family, you know just you know she moved here from Connecticut, so we're, I, I made a promise. <clears throat> You know, we'll get up there so you can see your family as often as possible. So, became Halloween in Connecticut. Halloween or then I start. I mean, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Sorry, still hung, still hungover. That's fine. Um, but then, like, I start doing uh, the wrestle case down North Carolina. I was mm. like, man, that'd be a bitch to have to drive from Connecticut all the way down to North Carolina because, like, you know, I, I like the uh, annual wrestle case trips were like really fun. Just to ah, let's just drive down. And uh, have a good time. But now, like with everything, last year was like the first just us Thanksgiving. Just mm. us alone. It, it was actually kind of enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just uh, not to, ha you know, every year it's been like, all right, Thanksgiving, we got to leave the house. We got to travel. We got to do something. Yeah. And then, yeah, this year, yeah, this past one, I was just like, oh, we're just home. And that's. That's okay. That's yeah. that's that's nice. I think know? a lot of people discovered that because of you know with with COVID and everything. I think a lot of people realized that like it wasn't all bad to stop moving so much. You know, um, yeah. I mean the I extra think, fifty think, yeah. pounds I'm carrying probably say I should move <laughs> a little bit more. But 
you know, it's uh I think I think the whole you know, the last two years is kinda like it changed the world as far as okay, we can have holidays at home. Mm-hmm. Uh you're gonna. I think you're gonna start seeing like a lot of office buildings cease to be because people are so used to working from home. Yeah, you already are. It's it's. Uh, I I got to tell you, I am very happy that I don't own an office building um, because they are yeah. they are just vacancies left and right. Well, yeah, you're in real estate. Yeah, so you see this all the time. It is. Uh, it is not a good. I mean, here's the thing: if you have an idea of what you can do with an office building, now is the time to go buy the office building because if you can figure out how to fill that thing up, because they are vacant and they are going for pennies on the dollar. Like it, it's it's it is a bad situation because all of these places they realized, you know, like I had a, a friend. I may have mentioned this once before who said, you know, six months before the pandemic hit, there was like a big meeting about whether or not to allow people at at their work to work from home. Some people to work from home or, you know, or split the time or whatever. And the like CEO of the company gave like a big, like, like, we are not a company that works from home. We need to be in the office and all that. Well, then the pandemic hits and 100% of the people are working from home. And now they realize that their Manhattan uh, offices uh, and and the money that goes along with that isn't really as uh, financially uh, positive a decision as as giving money to people to outfit a home office. So they're they're that's it. Like they're they're just having. I mean, they still have a little office, but getting rid of a lot of the space. And it's 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 crazy. It, things are changing and. You know, I was talking with uh, with my brother and Calvin the other day. Um, there it is, and we were uh, we were having a conversation about like the malls that are going out. Yeah, we're saying like these malls. What they should do is they should have if they have a vacancy, they should start making them uh, like work spaces, like where people can just go in and either giant conference rooms where they can rent the space because maybe they have a big meeting that they a presentation they need to do so they rent the space because there's already places like that all over there's office buildings you know where you can go and you can just rent a little space because you don't need a big office but you need a place to kind of just go and work every so often so you rent it out or you just kind of go in or it's a uh you know uh the words are escaping me because i'm exhausted but uh but (laughs) it's you know, uh, like the shared workspace type stuff. So yeah. you look at that, these malls have all of this space that I think really you could end up having having that, utilizing that, you know, because then people, I think people would choose to work in a mall rather than choose to do one of those shared workspace things in an office building because... Your food's right there. You get some shopping done while you're, you know, when you're not <laughs> yeah. working. Like it's, I don't know. It's just an just an idea, you know, just an idea. But no, it's a great idea. One. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting one. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of that what documentary I was just watching, and oh my god, that, speaking of words escaping me, where like uh, they're just releasing out these buildings for companies to come in. Are you going in for a couple hours a week just to do your work and, and leave, you know, and stuff yep. like that. So no, yeah. that'd be a great idea. There's, you know, between uh, 
like malls are unfortunately closing down, you know, with the, everything going on with Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon, you know, it's convenient as it is. It's like hitting the, uh, the mom and pop shops. You well know? then these malls and stuff had the great idea, which was a great idea of just like, well, why don't we, instead of these giant department stores, why don't we fill that space with these massive movie theaters? And people are like, well, that's incredible. And then COVID hit and no one was going to the movie theaters anymore. So, you know. Yeah. Um, the uh, the, the uh, movie theater right here in South Philly, that shut down. You know, yeah. That, it, it had been there for forever, right there on the Delaware Ave, Riverview. And they decided, it, like, it, was, it used to be like this one-story movie theater, then it became this huge United Artists two-level thing. It's been around there as long as, you know, I can remember. And uh, now it's all boarded up. It's crazy. It's, it, it is, it's, uh, it, but look, you look at it and sometimes it puts things in perspective. Like my brother, I don't know why he was doing this, but he was looking, he was looking up something about, um, so they're like redoing this center in Willow Grove that we grew up going to. And it used to have uh, Kitty city when we were really young and then it became Toys ah, R Us. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Toys R Us left and it became home goods. And now apparently home goods is gone and I don't know what the hell's in there. But he was like doing, he was like looking stuff up and he found uh, these pictures of, I think it was, it was like a, a grocery store. Like it was a, like this market back in, I'm sure I'm wrong with all this stuff, but let's say like the 40s, right? Yeah. But like it was this other thing for about four to five times the amount of time it was uh, Kitty City and Toys R Us together. And even home goods. Like, it was, you're talking about one thing where you're like, man, it was Kid, it was Kitty City four decades ago. It's like, yeah, but for five decades, it was this other thing. And it was only Kitty City for six years. And then, it, you know, and what it does is it puts in perspective that, like, you look and you go, oh, my God, like, this is, like, they demolished this uh, Chinese restaurant that my family used to go to. And it's now they built this whole new, like, high-rise, all these, uh, apartments and and stores and everything and it's it looks incredible but they took out this this beautiful chinese restaurant that used to be there and your first thought is like man like i can't believe they got rid of that chinese restaurant like that was here my whole life like i always went yeah. ever and then my mom was like well yeah before it was a chinese restaurant that was a movie theater and <laughs> she's like that was like when i was growing up like that was a movie theater for like and then you start to realize that was a movie theater for longer than it was a Chinese restaurant, but it's all your own self, self-absorbed way of looking at the world. So you look yeah. at it and you go, how could you demolish this? But what about all those generations that go, the hell is this? I can't, they drive by and go, Ugh, a Chinese restaurant that used to be a movie theater. And now it's just a Chinese yeah. restaurant. <laughs> but I grew up going, this is the greatest Chinese restaurant, you know? So it, it's, it's, uh, it's really incredible when you look at it in the scheme of things, you know, there's a, there's this Chinese restaurant on uh, Oregon Avenue that used to be a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I drive by all the time. I go, man, I remember that used to be a strip club. Yikes. It's like, I, I wonder, I wonder what it looks like on the inside, you know, now, but uh, <laughs> the underneath part was like the parking area. But oh, they geez. just walled that off and expanded it, and now it's a two two level, uh, two story Chinese restaurant or yeah. whatever. I was like, yeah, but that used to be a strip club. Well, that was like uh, another, something. Th- like, some things happened. 
like yeah. I look at uh, the place that stay at the shore. It's a bunch of little condos, little like, and it used it used to be a motel. Uh, and in 91, I want to say 90, I think maybe 92, uh, it became condos and my, my grandparents bought a space there. And, uh, years later, my mom and dad had a spot there. They only had it for a few years. Um, but I look at it and I think I look at like my grandparents place and I go, man, that's been, that's, you know, my grandparents place. And I look at my, I look at where my mom and dad used to have a little room there and I see the people going in and out. I'm like, man, that was my place. Like, that's right. You know, that's where I used to go. Who are these people in there? But yeah. then you see they have, like, downstairs, they have all these, like, uh, pictures from back in the day and everything. And there's, like, photographs from the old motel back in the 60s. And you can find, like, there's all this stuff, like, and you start looking at it going, all right, like I'm looking at this going, man, back in the nineties, this was my place here. It's like, well, how many people, when this was a motel, how many thousands of people went in and out and stayed in this room yeah. that I look at and go, Oh, that used, that was mine. Who are these, who are these people intruding in what used to be my place for seven years, you know, yeah. in the scheme of everything. So it's, it, I don't know. Sorensen says the Kmart building now is a strip mall with pet smart marshals and five and below. Well, see, but that's smart. Yeah. That's a, a lot of what happens is you have these um, these anchors is what they'd call the really big, the, the big stores uh, in a center, and nobody wants them anymore. So the inside terminology is they mothball the back. That's actually what they call it. They mothball really? the back because a pet smart does not need to go as deep as a Kmart, you know? Right. So that's what they call it. They, they, they call it mothballing the back because you understand, all right, I can't really make any money off of this space. So it is what it is. We'll use it for some storage for the shopping center. We'll do it, whatever. And then they divide, they subdivide the, the front. And that's what you get. You get a PetSmart, a Five and Below, and a Marshalls. And all that together, if you're lucky, they're all paying combined. They're going to pay what Kmart was paying. and you yeah. uh, And that's how you... Keep food on your table, you know. Well, the Kmart here in uh, South Philly, there, there's a Kmart there on uh, Fifth and Oregon. Mm -hmm. It's now like Home Goods, Marsh. Not it's Home Goods, one other store, and uh, Goodwill or something like okay. that. It's like there's, there's like three stores in there. Yeah, and they, they 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 did pretty much the same thing. And some of those, like something like a like a Home Goods. You might even be able to to not have to, as I said, mothball the back because something like a home goods, they're subdividing it with wise, but could probably still utilize the depth of it. So that's you know. Oh, there's a, a Burlington Coat Factory in there too. Oh, you know they're more so than it's, great it's, coats. <laughs> um, I was so dumb. Like I thought, I thought they were like, I thought that's all they sold. You know, I always heard the uh, ads as a kid. Yeah. And then I thought, you know, they're only located in Burlington, New Jersey. I didn't <laughs> know it was a, a worldwide company. So uh, that's, you know, the things you think of when you're a kid, you know. It's just like, ugh. Yep. You know. Yeah. And that's. Dude, um, speaking, of, speaking of things that used to be mine, like my, I grew up uh, in a small town over in Gl uh, Jersey, Gloucester. <clears throat> and uh, we lived in this house. And I had, like, this fondness for this house, you know. Uh, I lived there from, like, when I was 2 to when I was 10. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, it was like a joint to a doctor's office. Doctor owned the whole, the, his office and this house that we lived in. He was our landlord and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we moved to Atlantic City. But like I would always, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I, I still drive by places where I used to live just to you know take yeah, a peek. Of course, you know, see, like, what, hey, see what it looks like. Ah. So my cousin Tommy sends me like this link and the house I used to live in that was like the doctor's office hat and and the house we lived in is is like a burger joint now and it's like I was like it's like a sports bar type thing and it was just like so it like just ripped my heart out why don't you (laughs) it's like yeah I almost want to I almost want to go in there to see what it looks like now you know just uh I mean I think that would be pretty that's pretty cool to yeah you find what spot used to be your kitchen go get yourself a burger yeah. yeah, sit down. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. think of think of it this way: How many people can look at a home where they grew up and be allowed to just go in and sit down and have a meal? You know, so. that's true too. I never even thought about that, yeah. but like, dude, like it. It was so cool. It was like this three story house had like a a, a porch out back that was like. Uh, screened off mm-hmm. you know, just go out there sit and whatever and i drove by one day and they tore down the porch i was like you motherfuckers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the porch i sat on with my grandfathers you sons of bitches <laughs> and then my cousin tommy sends me this thing that they turned it into this whole totally different thing i'm like fuck see but now that you bring up i could go probably go in there and should have a meal you should you know it, it, it's funny because my house is that I, I, I lived in a house from when I was born until I was 11. Then we moved uh, not too far down the road to a different house. Uh, and I lived there from when I was 11 until I was 22. So I, uh, those houses, you know, I look back on them very fondly as most, you know, kids do. And you go and you look and you see how they've changed things. And, do, and the one I grew up in until I was 11, that was the one that was like really... You know, because you, you romanticize your childhood, in, you know, in this place. Well, they sold it recently. The people who bought it from us uh, in the 90s, they just sold it. So we were able to now, I was able to take a 3D virtual tour through my old house because they had it on, I don't know if it was like Realtor or Zillow or which one had it, That's but they awesome. had a three, like legitimately, like you could zoom out and it looked like, I had like a dollhouse of my old home. It was, it was so, it almost looked the way they did it. Like it almost looked like you were looking at like the schematics of if someone made like a, like a TV set, like a sitcom set of your, of your home. Like it was really like Wayne's world when they walked in, they saw Wayne, it's Wayne's (laughs) basement, but it's not Wayne's basement. But yeah, yeah. I, but like, so I was able to kind of look through and you look through and there's like certain things where you're just like, Oh man, I can't believe that's still there. And then there's other things where you're just like, those sons of bitches, why did they why did they change this? Like why did they, you know? And but what's funny is I've always been like if you ever hear like because like, you know, we're still friends with the neighbors from that area, so my mom would be like, "Oh yeah, I heard from so and so." And they said the old uh, bedroom carpet was out on the on the was out in rolls on the front, you know, <laughs> to get picked up by the trash. And we're like, "Oh man, how could they tear up that carpet?" That's like you know, whatever. But now in my house that I live in now, I think about that every time we have gone through, and we came through, we're like, "Oh man, that is ugly as hell. Rip it out. Let's get new." You know? <laughs> and I think 
about like the kids who grew up in this house before, are they one day going to look at this and go, those sons of bitches. I can't believe they got rid of, you know, the deck. They got rid of the deck and put an addition on like, well, you know, and like, so, but I, I like to think we improved upon it, you know, like it's, whereas the other ones, of course they just destroyed it, but you know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's funny how you see things through your own, you know, your own, you're, you're the star of your own show, you know? And yeah. so you see things for your own childhood. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I do that all the time, man. And it's think about where I used to live. And it's funnier. It's funny. Like how you go p- by a place you used to live. And when you're a kid, the place was so much bigger. Yeah. And then you go by as a, an adult and you're like, Oh, it was okay. It wasn't that big. But, you I, know. I feel that way about, so like, where I grew up in Upper Dublin was the township I grew up in. Yeah. And so all the way at the end, uh, one end of Upper Dublin is uh, where my elementary school was and where I grew up. And all the way at the other end, uh, which is down by uh, Temple Ambler, uh, Temple, um, you know, the college has the Ambler campus. Um, So it's not the main campus down the city, but Temple Ambler and right over there, they have this thing called Robbins Park. It's a you know, big park where we would go in elementary school. They would, like, take us to the park, and you learn about things or whatever. So I remember getting on the bus in elementary school and driving what had to have been an hour to Robbins Park. And then I remember when I first got my driver's license, and I'm, like, driving down the street, and I'm, like, going around. I'm just kind of driving, just getting it. And I go down, I'm like holy crap, this is Robbins Park. I'm like, it's, it's like five minutes from my house. I'm like, this isn't really far at all. Yeah. And it's like, you know, your perspective of it just totally changes. I remember when people moved, I had these friends who moved far, far away. Um, and it was these triplets. And they, they moved uh, all the way to Bucks County, somewhere out. Like, yeah. you know, I was in Montgomery County. They moved all the way out to Bucks County. I currently live further out than they had moved to from where I grew up. And I'm still only about 25 minutes away from where I grew up. Like they were not it's far, so crazy. but it was like, they might as well have moved to Arizona. Like it was, you yeah. know, so it's, it's, it's so weird, but you know, it's totally true. It's like when you go back to your old school or something, yeah. you know, and everything seems small. And part of that is because you're not the same size that you were, but Dude, I, I, yeah, I went to have a. Uh, I, I had a. I, like I said, in this small city of Gloucester, there's a school, Mary Ethel Costello School, where I went to grade school, and like within the last ten years, I went back and wrestled in there, and it was kind of cool to just like walk around and like. Yeah. I was like, man, this place felt bigger when, when I was a kid. Yeah, this place yep. felt huge. And you, know, you always fantasize when you're a kid, like, oh, when I grow up, I want to, I'm going to wrestle and I'm going to come back here and then have yep. the uh, high school, have the marching band play me to the ring. <laughs> you know, this is like the shit I was thinking about in high school, uh, but I got to do it, you know, in my grade school, but uh, it, was, awesome, it was still man. kind of a cool. Oh, that dude, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I remember when they would put, you know, I was looking and standing there looking around, I was like. Oh, I used to dive off the bleachers over there onto the crash pads. Oh, yeah. All right. Halfway through the match, I'm, like, remembering stuff. It was, like, the coolest thing. That is really cool. 
Yeah. yeah. That, that I mean, that's uh, something like that to be able to leave and come back and be a uh, be a kid who daydreamed, you know, and yeah. then be able to come back and actually be living that dream is is yeah. a, that's an incredible and incredibly rare thing. I feel like, um, but that's awesome, man. I, w- I wish I could have done it in my high school, but they tore it down like two years yeah. after I graduated, and they built a new one that looks like a shopping mall. Yeah, crazy. they tore my high school down as well, and they built this new beautiful monstrosity, uh, which then <laughs> then uh, Ida came through and tore the roof off of it. So, oh that, my uh, god, you know, um, hey, shout out to uh, to all the people. I will say in Upper Dublin, uh, Upper Dublin where I grew up, they got hit really hard with that that uh, yeah. hurricane, and I know people who uh, lost their homes, just gone, just completely. Uh, there was one townhome community that it's as if it just wasn't even, it was never there. It, it's <sighs> unbelievable. And it's something, I'm, I'm going to say this as a public service announcement. We get those notifications all the time. Uh, tornado watch, tornado warning, you know? First of all, tornado watch means pay attention. Tornado yeah. warning means get your ass in your basement. And we had tornado warning things going on, and we were looking at it. My daughter goes, should we go down? She's like, what is that sound? Because our phones are all, like, beeping, you know, everything. Like, oh, it's a tornado warning thing. It's telling us to go to the basement, whatever. And my daughter's like, I'm going to go into the basement. And, like, I was like, maybe we should go into the basement. We're just kind of like, it's not really necessary, you know? Like, what do you need to do? And after that night, my wife and I had, like, together had, like, a conversation. We're both on the same page. We're like, we made an enormous mistake. When you yeah. get a tornado warning, I mean, it was like, but by the grace of God, we were okay. Because what they say is you think that a tornado, that you're going to see it, and you're going to go, oh, shit, it's getting closer, it's getting closer, run to the basement, get at it. Said, no, it actually gets quiet before and you've got like two seconds before that thing yeah. tears through. And yeah. I'm hearing these firsthand uh, things. A, a, a kid I went to, uh, to high school with, um, his mother died in the thing in Upper Dublin. Um, I believe the tree went through her house. and It's it, it, oh horrible God. stuff. And the people, uh, there was another guy that was... Um, a friend of, uh, of Calvin's, actually, um, his father, there was an article or his father was talking about, thankfully, everybody was physically okay, but they lost their whole home. Um, and he told the story where he basically said they were in a townhome. He said if not for the fact that they had those cinder block firewall separating, they said that's the only thing that saved them because they didn't pay attention to the warning. And they're like, and then they're, and it was like almost too late. Um, So yeah, it's uh, having never really dealt with a tornado before, um, you know, living, living where we live. Like I, that's not something I was really familiar with, but so anybody listening to this, you ever get a notification for tornado warning, go in your basement. It seems stupid. It seems like you're overreacting, being overdramatic, but I will tell you, it, it, I mean, it, it hit close to home, uh, literally and figuratively. So, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely pay attention to those things. Uh, Francine, the uh, queen of extreme, she uh, she had a tornado go right past her house. Jeez. Like, 
like I was uh, I was watching the footage and it it was going 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 and last second it went back up into the sky the tornado and passed by and spared them but like she literally had a tornado like go past her house it's like the scariest footage yeah i saw footage of this one guy who was like out his window and you could kind of see it coming and then something happened you couldn't see in the footage but something happened that got him running and he ran down to his basement and then came back upstairs like moments later and everything was gone like it was house across the street was like half of it was was still there and the rest just yeah gone and like all the windows were gone. All the like, and he actually made out pretty well because he just lost his windows. But it was like the other because he just happened. I think he lost his windows. Honestly, I think he got hit with debris from the other house where it actually went through. But you look at it and you're just like, that really showed me how quick it was. Like he was there with his phone just filming it, and then yeah. just like, bam, that was it. So I'm I, out. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, uh, but so, you know, thoughts to everybody who's still picking up the pieces. I drove past, you talk about driving past your old stomping grounds. I drove past yeah. Upper Dublin uh, last week, and, man, it was, it was rough to, to see. And it's one street over, looks like nothing ever happened. It's, that's the thing with a tornado. It's not the same as, like, a hurricane where it's a much wider, you know, effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is just, if you're in the path of that tornado, it's, it's horrible, but yeah, man. Did you see that? Did you see the video of that tornado, uh, going past the Burlington Bur- Bristol bridge over in Jersey? No. Like there's like bridge footage, like from the PA side shooting over to Jersey and you see it didn't go through the bridge, but like, like right at the base of the bridge in Jersey and the, the you know the tornado you just see it going straight across and it, it was some of the most powerful stuff you'll ever see you know just because yeah. you know having gone gone over that bridge a couple times it's like man you know just if if it would have been any farther like if it had been over the water or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know if they do that see but, i don't know I, yeah but, i don't know yeah if it would have just like hit the bridge imagine pe- all the people on the bridge that's, that's a scary thought you know Sorensen says he lives in Tornado Valley. He said they're kind of a scary thing. Um, yeah, and that's the thing for for us here in the you know in Philadelphia region, we are not familiar <laughs> with tornadoes. That is oh. not a thing. Um, but I'm sure everything's fine. There's no global warming or climate change. Or <laughs> nothing. Nothing bad's happening, right? Everything's nah, fine. nah, yeah. Um, but, uh, hey, what else is uh, going on before we jump into some uh, questions? Nah, man, just, uh, you know, our schedules are busy. Yeah. I guess that's a good thing. You know, uh, you're uh, busy with fight. You've been announced. I got, uh, what's that? You were announced for MLW. Yeah, they finally announced me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, when you hear this, uh, I will have wrestled, and it will be on TV this Thursday. Thursday on Vice. I don't know if my specific match will be on there yet, but uh, MLW is officially moving over to Vice, which is pretty very cool. cool. Very cool for them. So um, Vice is becoming uh, very wrestling friendly, you know, between Dark Side of the Ring and MLW, and they've they, they've done some other wrestling documentaries as well. 
Yeah, I, the, I mean, it's a great network vice, um, and it's great exposure, especially when you've got... Uh, man, I'm sorry for those watching. I keep rubbing my eye. I don't uh, know if I have an eyelash <laughs> in my eye or what the hell is going on here. A little inside baseball. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm hungover. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but no, vice is... Uh, it's, I mean, this is great for MLW because of the because of the numbers that Dark Side of the Ring does. To have MLW on there as well, is, is it's a great opportunity for them. Somebody had said something about, uh, like, oh, are you going to be at MLW, whatever? And, uh, you know, like, you know how this is. Like, you never really want to play the card of, like, like I could... I could call and say, hey, I'd like to come by and say hello to people or whatever. Like, you know, I can do that. But there's no, first of all, there's only a few people, like, other other than Jacob Fatu. I'm not really sure who else I, I even know anymore <laughs> in that locker room. But um, yeah. it's a great a great group of people. The Von Eriks are awesome. Yes. Um, everybody there is great. But someone's like, oh, are you going to be there? And I said, no, they said, they're not on fight anymore. So that was, you know, and it, it, it's it's nothing personal against them, but I, I, you know, I'm not going and working there, so I don't get to go yeah. as much. Um, but uh, one of these days, hopefully, I'll just be able to make it to a show just to enjoy the show because they, they yeah. MLW is just an amazing, especially at the arena, just always an amazing atmosphere, uh, always it, a lot it, of fun. Don't don't sleep don't don't sleep on them. They're no. they're a great company. They're they doing really great are. things. They're doing really great things. They're going to have a new action figure line, from what I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. So, hey, maybe we get another mini action figure. Who knows? Hey, uh, I would not be against it. Uh, yeah. But uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I don't remember now because I started looking up something else. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> No, but yes, yeah, so you're doing that with the MLW. You've got uh, you've got some other shows coming up. If you want to do a little plug ski of any of your stuff, oh yeah, of course. Because yeah, I got MLW uh, this week, which will be on TV Thursday, uh, next Friday and Saturday in Oaks, PA. I'll be at the uh, Too Many Games convention for uh, Retromania, and then uh, this uh, October 9th, Saturday night. I will be in Lacey Township, New Jersey for Standalone Wrestling, the Big Bang show, Very which cool. uh, uh, BWO will be on there. Mark Henry will be there. Uh, and it'll be a fun uh, fun night of wrestling for uh, Donnie B, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Nova's brother, who, uh, you know, runs great events. So uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a great night. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, exciting. And if, if, you know, Nova can't make it, Donnie B can just throw on the 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 garb and, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh and because nobody believes that they're two people anyway um yeah. right um but uh yeah man it's it's uh it's getting busier and that's a good feeling yeah. you know this time uh, you mentioned i was doing all this stuff with fight and i've been man i've been really lucky to be doing the the all the stuff that i'm doing and uh you know being able to be at arthur ash stadium was an incredible experience. Uh, what, that looked amazing. What a big venue! Uh, <laughs> what a what a what a lot of stairs. Um, it was uh, <laughs> it was. I'm still sore. Um, but no, an incredible experience. And uh, if you're listening to this, 
Um, which if you're not listening to this, then clearly I'm not talking to you, but, uh, but if you are listening to this, um, Wednesday, I will be, uh, this coming Wednesday, I will be in Philadelphia for, uh, AEW dynamite. Looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a nice. lot of fun. Uh, I will be roaming all around the, uh, the Leacora center. So, um, if you're, if you're a listener to this show, stop me, say hello. Uh, it'd be great to uh, great to see you. Um, I guess the real question somebody had asked this for an Ask Meanie, but I guess we'll we'll jump ahead anyway. The real question is, Meanie, am I going to see you at AEW? Oh, I wish, <laughs> man. I wish. Um, no, That's hey, dream. look, it, it's uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of opportunities, and obviously now we're still kind of. I think they're they're still with the pandemic still kind of going on. They're they're keeping things kind of in house, but uh, you know, like that's what I tell myself when they don't let me go in certain parts of the arena. Um, <laughs> I go, oh well, it's the pandemic. That's why they're like, get out of here. Yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm excited for that. But I also wanted to put over if you're in the Philadelphia area and you're listening to this anytime between six a.m. and before uh, WWE Raw starts uh on monday this coming monday um october 4th is that right october 4th uh is that something i think so right yeah Yeah. october 4th uh i'm gonna be down at chickies and pete's down in the city uh hosting on behalf of the usa network i'll be hosting a watch along for uh for the wwe draft for raw um so come on Very out there. Cool. We're going to be doing uh, trivia stuff and giving away some swag and and having a good time. And it was very and shout out to uh, uh, my friend Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. who um, who was the one who uh, suggested me for this. So nice. It's uh it's much appreciated, and I'm uh, I'm very excited uh, to to do that and be able to do something WWE related is kind of neat. And, uh, it, it's, it's cool. I felt like I was kind of like indoctrined into it when we got like our list of like <laughs> words you can't say and, we're, you know, stuff like that. But it's, uh, it's exciting. And, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hoping if anybody is in the Philadelphia region, come on out there to chickens and Pete's the one down at the, uh, down by the stadiums. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Meanie, feel free to stop by, uh, and steal the show. Um, and, uh, no, uh, it, it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun. Uh, also, if you're not in the Philadelphia region, check out wherever you are. Cause they're going to be, you know, wrestling Inc just posted yesterday. They posted a list of all the things, but I know, uh, Nick Housman, I know, uh, Sam Roberts is going to be hosting one. Dave LaGreca has got one in Jersey that he's doing. Uh, I think Sam's doing the one in New York. Um, there are a few, uh, Chris Van Vliet's going to be doing one, um, that I take full credit for, uh, or not if you don't enjoy Chris Van Vliet, but, uh, they, they came to me asking, Hey, do you know any other places in Philly that you, that (laughs) will do it? And I'm like, I'm certainly not. And I went to Meany. I'm like, do you know of any places in Philly? Like I live in the suburbs. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, but we did find a cool place founding fathers, um, that I know Chris Van Vliet's going to be hosting the one there. So uh, a really great 
Great group of people hosting all over. Uh, Nick's going to be doing the one in Chicago. So wherever you are, check it out. See if it's there. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, there you go. That's all. I was obligated to do that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I've been trying to find, while we've been talking and, and doing this, I've been trying to find uh, the, the, uh, the read for our sponsor. And I can't find it. Um, oh, uh, oh, guess what? I found it. Yay. So uh, Sorensen says, Josh's is the place to be for this. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Chickies and Pete's? Yes. Uh, that is going to yes. be the place to be. We are going to, all I know is this. We're going to have a ton of swag that Bill Apter has already asked me to please grab some for him. <laughs> um, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Legitimately sent me a message. You know, hey, see anything for Raptors Alley? I was like, of course, Bill. Um, I love Bill. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to, um, we're going to have a lot of fun there. And uh, wrestling trivia is going to be a blast. And watching yeah. three hours of Raw, how could that not be fun? Oh, invigorating. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be great. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Meanie, we should do uh, Ask Meanie Anything. What do you think? Yes, I would love to. But before we do, autumn is in the air. That's right. We got a, uh, looks like a little autumn has finally shown up here in the air. Uh, the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. That's right. Don't slice your balls open when you're trimming your ball hair um <laughs> it's time to bundle up with the manscape performance package 4.0 uh inside the package you will find the lawn mower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant crop reviver toner performance boxer grease and travel bag to hold your goodies join the two million men worldwide using manscape by going to manscape.com for 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code Meanie 20. Uh, we have a continued relationship with Manscaped because of all of you who have uh, used this code and have gone and uh, gone and taken care of your balls. Uh, we really, we're happy for you. Um, we appreciate you doing this. Um, and we hope that you'll continue to do it. A uh, little bit about the uh, the new Performance Package 4.0. It includes the new Lawnmower 4.0, which is incredible because 2.0 was phenomenal. 3.0 was ridiculous. And now 4.0, it's like, what are they even doing? Well, I'll tell you exactly what they're doing, Meanie. Their fourth-generation trimmer features cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Plus, it's waterproof. So if you want to do this in the shower or in a pool, I don't know where else. Yeah, I'm assuming just the shower. Uh, but you can also rinse this off, which is nice, too, because you got to keep it clean all the way around. Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop the worst weeds up top in your nose and in your ear, meaning I know you're a big fan of the Weed Whacker. Oh, um, absolutely. It's, it's good times. And, and you know, in, in about 20 or 30 years, when I get to that age, I am going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need that too, man. We all, you know, we're all going to. Uh, it's 9,000 RPM motor powered, 360 degree rotary dual blade system to provide proprietary skin safe technology 
which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Delicate holes meaning your nose, your ear, not your asshole. But the good news is that's what the uh, that's what the lawnmower 4.0 takes care of. If you're the type of person who wants to adjust that mirror, what was that Paul Rudd movie where he's got the mirror set up so he's like looking to see like there's something in his ass that's like not right? I don't know if it was like knocked up or uh, or maybe might have been maybe it was the sequel. I don't something like that. But uh, hey, if that's how you do it and that's what you like to do, guess what? That hole's going to be safe as well. Um, God bless. Yes. Uh, hey, seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand. Then after trimming the pumpkin patch and whacking the leaves, give your balls a boost and use Crop Reviver. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts for their Performance Package 4.0. Manscaped boxers, which I love to wear, and the Shed Travel Bag. Now, once upon a time, they had Manscaped t-shirt, which also, very comfortable, very nice t-shirt. But my daughter can read now, so I (laughs) don't wear it anymore because I don't want to answer that again. Uh, Anyway, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MEANIE20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code MEANIE20 at Manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And as Vanessa says, Manscaped, get your weenie cleanie. Use the promo code from MEANIE. Less hairy is also less scary. Vanessa, I'm loving these. Every week, you, uh, you're, she comes up with something. You're hired. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, but no, all kidding aside, Meanie, Manscaped, uh, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like fun. I was like, oh, we'll get Manscaped as a sponsor. That's kind of fun. We can talk about our balls and have some, you know, a good time. But they have been Our autumn balls. Yeah. They have been uh, our our pumpkin spice testicles. Um, They they have been great partners, uh, and we really uh, appreciate them. We do believe in their product. Um, Yes. It is legit. It is absolute uh, incredible product. And the mere fact that they are now at 4.0, they have managed to uh, expand upon and improve upon something that didn't seem like it needed any improvement. And that really says something to the dedication that they have to continue to step up their game over at Manscaped. So use manscaped.com, promo code MEANIE20, save 20% plus free shipping. Go now. Nice. Yeah. Hey, let's ask Meanie anything. Let's ask Meanie anything. Ask me something. <laughs> all right. There we go. Oldie but a goodie. You've got all the. I don't have the good ones. Oh God. Can you send? Can you put that in the Dropbox? Yeah. I feel like that needs to get added in. <laughs> ask me. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Oh man, you're picking that stuff off the floor at that point. That felt like a, that was like a fart going down a ski slope. Just, uh, <laughs> I, uh, say. Oh my god! I just, I just need to trim trim the timing up on it. But yeah, uh, tremendous. Um, all right, let's start. We're gonna start with some of our uh, Patreon folks here. Had some questions. Uh, all right, uh, Shackleford had asked, is Meanie going to be backstage at Dynamite on Wednesday? Uh, I wish. Never say never. Yeah. Um, 
Sorensen, so Josh, how is your office? I don't know if you've given an update. Well, for those of you on Patreon, you can see I'm not in my office. My office is over there. But the good news, they fixed the issue with the uh, condensation of the pipe. Or so we think, because it's not hot anymore. So who knows? But we're hoping that they fixed everything. Uh, and this week, they are coming out to, uh, to redo the drywall ceiling. So I would say... Then they'll have to spackle and sand and paint and all that stuff. So I would say maybe not next week, but the week after that, I should be very comfortably back in my office, uh, which would be really nice. Um, and I'm excited for it. Dude, joys of being a homeowner. Oh, dude, it's uh, horrible. Um, the amount yeah. of money it would make you vomit, the amount of money that it is costing to repair this, it is unbelievable like to the point where i was like hey could you guys itemize this for me so i can understand why it's so much money and then when they itemized it i'm like all right yeah, i can't really argue this like it all kind of made sense but oh god man it is uh getting me in the old coin purse um <laughs> but it's it, yeah so no but i'm i'm excited to be back in there and i've been kind of having these like dreams of like should i re configure my office because i was like no i just i don't know yeah. i want i was looking for a new desk like a good like editing desk like podcast not so much even podcasting but good like video editing desk since that's majority of what i do with my life now so uh because what i have here is just like a glass desk from ikea like 20 years ago <laughs> i just have here um it's nice but it's not doesn't have the drawers doesn't have everything it needs but you want to talk about expensive, those are not cheap either, those desks. So it looks like we're going to stick with old glassy here for a while. Um, <laughs> but it, uh, but I am excited to be back there. Even though I've got my nice setup, I'll have my ties hanging behind me, the action figure setup. But I am doing most everything in front of a green screen now. Um, but mind of the meanie, I will continue to be in that office with that background. It'll look very nice. But uh, Nice. But, yeah, but I will say, speaking of green screens, because uh, I think a green screen is going to be used for this, uh, if I can put myself over, it just announced on social media, so says Chernoff, we'll be back uh, January 2022. Um, nice. This was a much shorter season as I got incredibly busy and was like, I don't know how I can possibly do this show anymore. Uh, but I have figured out how to do it because it turns out uh, you make time when you make money. Uh, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Um, but I am excited. We have more announcements. It will be returning to fight, but it's not the only place you're going to be able to find it. So we'll talk about that uh, in the weeks and months to come. Some exciting things. Also, an exclusive here for Mind of the Meanie fans. Uh, while the show, so says Chernoff, technically returns, um, if you look at our IMDb, we have one more episode coming up for season three, which is the third annual Sherney Awards. We'll be back this December. <laughs> um, so I am excited for that. I can't wait to see how many bridges I burn this year. And uh, nice. it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, Meanie, I'm going to need you to stop by at some point and pop the ratings there a bit. Um, <laughs> much like you're doing with MLW tonight. Um, but uh, get that Road Warrior pop again. 
Um, <laughs> Hopefully. They, oh, you will. You will. You know what? I think the fact that, that they know you're coming, I think they're smart with it because they kept making you the surprise. Eventually, people yeah. are going to be like, all right, it's a surprise. We know who it's going to be. It's going to be Meanie. Well, now they're just like, no, nah, man, Meanie's coming. And now everyone yeah. can just be excited that you're going to be there, you know? So yeah. that's cool. Um, James. I, I, want, I, I don't want to get to the point where it's like, oh, it's Meanie. No, no, yeah. but I don't think, you know, but it's something that's exciting for the Philly crowd. Like they know it's yeah. what happens when, when they're in Philly, you know? And then one time randomly Philly. they're going to be in LA and you just show up because then no one will expect it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dreamer, had, Dreamer had the best line. He's like, because he used to use me for a surprise on his shows. He's like, I don't know how I hit a 300 pound man, 300 pound man with blue hair, but somehow I did it. You know? <laughs> James Sorensen writes, what do you think of the term alternative rock and all these different types of rock and roll? I never really thought of it, but, you know, um, I guess it kind of fits. I mean, it's like uh, like pizza. <laughs> I always equate things to pizza. It's just uh, the base is the rock and roll's the base, and then, like, uh, it's the, all the different flavorings. Like alternative rock, hard rock, classic rock, punk rock, uh, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good guideline mm-hmm. for what you're uh, trying to find in the world of rock. So, yeah, uh, never really thought about it, but, you know, well, not against like, it. I feel like, like a... I'm sure like a musicologist could explain it to you of like the, the what makes it alternative rock versus just making it something that isn't rock. And I think right. it's got to be something with the uh, how things are being played, but then like where it's all kind of rooted in the same rock family, yeah. but maybe the instruments the way that those are being played, maybe the, you know, there's different, um, I don't know. There, there's, there's, there's so many similarities. If you look at like, uh, you know, classic rock, well, classic rock, I think classic rock, because it's, it's kind of dated. It's like, when, when did that come from? And, and what can, what do you consider classic rock? You know, right. like depending on how old you are, you consider classic rock to be different things, but, um, yes. Good question, James. Uh, yeah. Last one from James Sorensen here. Um, says, Josh, how was WrestleGamia um, over on ad-free shows? Uh, I, it, it was awesome. Uh, I was, Efren invited me to be on there with Dave Silva, competed against Dave Silva, who is a worthy uh, foe. Um, and man, I got my ass handed to me on that. Uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, Apparently, Password is not a game I'm good at, um, but it was a lot of fun. If you are a, uh, if you are a, a, I think it's top guy in my push level. I don't know who gets to see it, uh, but if you're if you're not a top guy or my push, upgrade. Um, but definitely check out WrestleGaming. It was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. Efren, uh, Josh Odom, put together. Uh, an incredible, uh, the fact that we were doing that live, like, it was so cool. They, they really did an amazing job, and um, nobody could ever uh, accuse them of half-assing that. I mean, the work that went into to putting that together, um, 
was incredibly impressive. Uh, so, yeah, definitely go out of your way to check that out if you can. Uh, next question here from Ringside Rant. Right? Uh, hashtag Ask Meanie. What would the BWO look like today in regards to the members with current workers? I've gotten that question sometimes, but I feel like there's always new workers coming in. So, yeah, it's just, uh, I think uh, last time it was Dan Housen mm-hmm. or uh, as far as like uh, comedy guys and stuff like that. Oh, uh, man. Are, are we talking strictly comedy or just worker workers or just. That's, I, don't I mean, know. whatever. Oh, man. Um, Because, you know, I love guys like Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen, stuff like that. Those guys are, like, as far as, like, the characters and being able to do, like, parodies and stuff like that. RJ City, of course, you know, who, uh, somewhere I got an audio file of him singing the BWO theme. So, yeah, yeah, definitely RJ City would would definitely be in there. Um, And there's so many good guys, too. I don't want to leave anybody out. But, uh. I'm gonna have to stick with RJ City and uh, oh, um, maybe Warhorse. Okay. You know, yeah, he's 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 good. I, I'm going to see him tonight too. So I better say him so he doesn't beat me up. But, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a fellow metalhead. You know. So Connor at Fry Grease uh, writes, "How excited <laughs> for Fightland are you? I know I'm excited." Ah, oh, it's going to be great. MLW runs a as a great product, and they seem to be settling on Philly as a, a regular spot because that building is perfect for television. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there, it's you, you go to the MLW. I mean, you go to twenty three hundred Arena. I mean, they they got the you get the screens, you get the entranceway, you get everything. It's all right there. So, uh, and MLW looks great. You know, in that that building. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm extremely, no pun intended, uh, excited for tonight, and uh, hopefully uh, it it makes it to uh, Thursday night show. Yep. Because we did uh, Battle Riot, and uh, I made it on the YouTube stream, but when I came to the TV stream, uh, cutting room they, floor. They trimmed a, yeah, they trimmed a bunch of people out, but. It is what it is. Um, Sorensen says he saw Warhorse last weekend. He was really great. Um, I, he's awesome. Uh, Vanessa wants to know, random thought, uh, is punk jazz a thing? I don't know. I'm sure someone can make it a thing. <laughs> so, Like, uh, there's some commercial, uh, maybe it was Geico, they're like, instead of bump, uh, uh, smooth jazz, we prefer bumpy jazz. <laughs> Um, Winter Decay writes, what is your favorite Cheech and Chong movie? I don't think I've ever seen one. Really? There's I only one way to watch them. <laughs> and yeah. It's, and it's high. Um, I honestly don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat there all the way yeah. through one. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not sure I have either. And if I did, then I don't remember it because... Yeah. I was, you know, watching it properly. Uh, Lance, Tiger Jungle Vegas. It's a name. Uh, favorite BWO moment? Wow. Um, probably doing Monday Night Raw. 
Mm. I mean, uh, when ECW made it raw, we were on there and, uh, just the experience of, you know, we didn't come through the entrance. We came through the crowd and to go through the crowd, we had to go through the, uh, where they were actually editing the show live, you know, the mm. live feed and stuff like that. And, uh, later, later came out that quarter hour was like beat out nitro. <laughs> so like the big rib back at the, you know, the, the next weekend shows, you know, they're calling Stevie. Hey, hey, what's up ratings, you know, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And then, um, I, the BWO was the first time Vince McMahon ever referenced NWO publicly. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not to be confused with the clothing line NWO. You know, <laughs> I love this. Not to be confused with the clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So Vince used us to take a jab at a WCW. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, Spooky Ghosty Ford at our Shackle Ford. Right. Uh, I know you probably get this all the time, but how are you? Tired. Right. I'm uh, tired, hungover, a little gassy, uh, a little hungry. Going to get a little something to eat before I head over to the arena. So I got to be over there at 1, 1, 1.30-ish. But it's not too bad. I'm five minutes from the building. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're pretty good. Um, yeah. Dwayne 316 at I am Dwayne 514. <laughs> so that's confusing, right? Yeah. Um, any thoughts on MJF name dropping Bruce Pritchard? That was great. That was great. That was a, a nice little, uh, ribsky. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, Bruce did work at MLW. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he name dropped MLW as well. Yeah. Well, I think that they, they, they have a cool relationship. Yeah. Um, uh, Hammerstone did something with MJF on uh, social media, you know, saying, don't screw this up. Or MJF said something to Hammerstone about this upcoming match with uh, Jacob Fatu. So, you know, I, you know MLW and AEW have a, a pretty good uh, relationship there. Um, the forbidden door. Liam Savage writes, I'd always heard a rumor about Bruce Mitchell helping to kill the original ECW pay-per-view deal due to bringing the mass transit incident to their attention. Any truth to this? Well, I guess, like, Bruce and Wade Keller brought up the mass transit incident to the people at who run the pay-per-view company. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I forget the name of the pay-per-view company, but, yeah, they... Brought it up to him, and so I think they sent him the footage too. And that initially, uh, excited. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like this. We're not talking about reporting on it. Yeah. Right. That's a different story. Report on it. That's your job. That's okay. Even if ECW looks comes out in a bad light, yeah. it's your job to report on it. Fine. But to, but to stooge it off. What the yeah. Yeah, and it, it's uh, I think it was documented in the ECW documentary Bob Wire City. Yeah, go go uh, take a look at that for more. Which you, you can you can find on the High Spots Wrestling Network. Um, Mark and Dryden 
uh, that's a great question here, as always. Is taking shots at your competition like AEW does at WWE really that good of an idea? In most cases, when WCW and WWF did it to each other, it rarely ended well, i.e. the billionaire Ted skits, Bischoff giving away taped Raw results. Yeah. What say you, Meanie? I wouldn't do it, but I get it. You know, you know, especially... I wouldn't do it, especially if you're leaving someplace and going to a new place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you worked there, so they must have been, you must have wanted to work at WWE, you know. But I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I wouldn't do it, you know. I can understand, you know, when ECW took shots at WCW and WWE, we were punching up, hope, hoping to get, some uh some eyes on us you know i think if, when, if I mean, depends on if the placement de- of it right like yeah yeah i mean i'm not against it i get it but uh i, I just want to it's like eh, okay you're taking shots uh mark and dryden also asks other than meanie who was on the Mount Rushmore of ECW wrestlers who had the most success in either WCW or the WWF? Oh, man. I would have to say the Dudleys probably had the most success outside of ECW with uh, going to WWE, Japan, TNA. So if we say the Mount Rushmore is four people, so we're saying Bubba, yeah, Devon. Yeah, at least take up two spots. Bubba, uh, Devon. I, I don't think you can Van Dam. What? Van Dam. Van Dam. Can't argue that. Um, I mean, Taz had a good run. I was going to say Taz. Taz would be my other one. Yeah. Even though it didn't go well um, as a wrestler. He made a pretty good living. And he's still, still rolling today. Like, I, I, I think... When you look at, at the longevity of uh, uh, personality from ECW, who else is, I mean, on, the, on a major scale, who else other than Taz? Yeah. He's still kind of, yeah. you know, I mean, you can look at Bubba. He's still wrestling. He's on, you know, Busted Open. And, of course, you, you're on the hit podcast, Mind of the Meanie. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, well, they did say, aside from me, um, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, yeah. So Mark and Dryden had uh, a couple more questions, then we'll we'll, we'll bring it home here. Uh, what did Meanie think about Big E's cash in on Raw, and was there another way to do it, or was it done the best it could have been? And this is from he he sent this in back uh, on the fifteenth, so of September, but I don't believe we ever got to it. So I was just kind of curious. That was awesome. I mean, uh, well, I think we might have addressed it, but maybe you know, I don't know it, 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 <laughs> it's it's one thing to do the element of surprise, but to call your shot and say, "Hey, guess what? Tonight I'm cashing in," and then you cash in. You know, it's like Babe Ruth calling his, his home run. You know, just yeah. uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and the last question here, also from Mark and Dryden. Uh, and if we covered this already, I apologize. Uh, is it safe to say ECW on TNN was doomed to fail? If so, 
what could have been done to make it more appealing to the masses, or was there no way you think that was ever going to happen? Oh, it was doomed because there was no financial support from the network. And all the financial burden was put on the company to produce the show. You know, <laughs> and, there, and there wasn't one ad for ECW on TNN. Yeah. It, it was a, it was TNN's highest rated show with no support from the network whatsoever. So it was doomed for financially. People were watching it because it was the highest, ra- <laughs> highest rated show on that, that, on that, up until that point in that company's history. So. Yeah. It was only doomed because they, they didn't want to support it. They, they were the guinea pigs. ECW was the guinea pigs, you know, the test uh, subjects. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> that, that Unfortunately, yeah. I think it just wasn't. I think it was a situation where you look and you go, ECW, this thing's huge. This is great. Let's put it on TV. And, yeah, we don't know what it is. We don't know what to do with it. We don't really care. And unfortunately, yeah, you, you you can't say the words "I hate you." Uh, you. You couldn't use the ECW theme because it was too demonic and stuff like that. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was crazy. Unbelievable. Okay, you don't want to help us, but you want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to say I'm just looking up something while I was scrolling through those. I found uh, ma- uh, Major League Wrestling presents Fightland. 12-man survival tag team match, October 2nd in Philly. Uh, Of course, by the time you're listening to this, it's already happened. But I just wanted to point out that the Blue Meanie is teaming with Savio Vega. Yeah. I mean, can we have a conversation about that? Like, that's that's pretty cool, man. Have you ever teamed with Savio? No. I've I've been on show. I've I've been on show. Well... Technically worked, but well, yeah, we, we, he was he was in the battle riot. But did you did you so, guys touch? Did you? Uh, I touched Quang. Okay, <laughs> Quang. Uh, <laughs> uh, Savio came back back out as Quang and uh, hit me with the blue mist. Awesome, and then okay. uh, eliminated me. But yes. uh, yeah, um, that'll be pretty cool. He, he's a great guy, man. He's a great guy. And uh, and also, it looks like you're facing one of the guys you're facing is. Um, I want to say his name is like Beast Man. I can't remember his. his I've called a bunch of his matches before. Um, yeah, and I've worked uh, with him in West Virginia somewhere. Yeah, he's a good dude. Um, yeah. We Matt, uh, Matt Mangle and I tried to get him to do, and he actually sent me a video of him practicing it. This move that we had this this guy Sassy Mike Molassi do back in the day called the Sweet Smell of Success, which would be a phenomenal move for you to to do. And honestly, you really should. So you hang him in the tree of woe. You turn around with your ass to their face. You grab their arms. You yank their face up in, and you just jump up and down, uh, pretty much jamming their face into your ass. Yeah. Uh, it's called the sweet smell of success. So I don't know that he is using it. So I would recommend you use it because it's an amazing Hopefully move. not on me. Yeah, uh, it's an amazing move that you should definitely add to your repertoire. Yeah. But with that, uh, Meanie's got to go get his face paint on. And uh, go, go go get my hair did. Yeah, you got to go blue yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, thank you everybody for the questions. Uh, it's it's great. Um, man, eighty episodes, Manny. Yes. And uh, it's incredible. Um, well, thank you. 
for the last 80 weeks. Um, <laughs> it has been uh, incredible. And here's to 80 more. Anything else you'd yes, like, to, sir. like to say to anybody before we, uh, before we get out of here? 80 weeks is a lot. It means a lot to me. Uh, means a lot to Josh. And uh, thank you to all the fans who made it possible. You know, uh, again, I say it each and every week, if it wasn't for the listeners, it would just be two guys talking on Zoom. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, hey, you know, uh, it's been a lot of fun doing these shows. Uh, sorry I'm a little subdued today. Uh, I had a few too many adult <laughs> beverages last night. Send your hate and, uh, tweets to uh, WrestleZone. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it was, it, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, thank you to each and every one of you for uh, coming out and uh, supporting us each and every week, and uh, it means a lot. Yeah, it it, it really does. Um, make sure that you follow us on social media at Mind of the Meanie. Uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Mind of the Meanie. One of these days, something new is going to pop up there, and you're going to want to make sure that you're uh, you're subscribed. But while you're subscribing to things, go to Patreon.com/slash Mind of the Meanie. And subscribe. Follow us as individuals as well, if you would be ever so kind. He's at Blue Meanie DWO. I'm at So So Chernoff. Uh, there's Cameo. I'm at So So Chernoff. If you want to be the uh, the lone person over there ordering from me, and he is at Blue Meanie, <laughs> or I guess Cameo.com/slash Blue Meanie uh, BWO, right? Yes. And uh, not to be confused with ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Blue Meanie. Uh, and ProWrestlingTees.com slash so says Chernoff. But man, if you're looking for the best of Andy Slichter's work, then you got to he- head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meaning. We got some great stuff there. Uh, we're, we're, we're still rocking and rolling here. Um, and up, oh, son of a whore. Al, I am so sorry. Oh, the God. music's already playing. We really can't oh, stop it. Uh, sh- you know what? He's fine. I think he's fine. Yeah, We're gonna, you know what? Episode eighty-one seems like a good one for him. That feel yeah. that feels right. Um, yeah. So why don't we uh, do that uh, next week? Just like we're here every week for another trip into the mind of the media. Blue world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 